0: It's time to redefine our gendered idea of ambition. Rachel Simmons, Adrian Cordes
1: Summary What defines an ambitious worker? For far too long, we've only had one answer to that question, somebody single-mindedly dedicated to climbing the career ladder. But that model of ambition arose when professionals were typically men supported by women. Post, https slash slash to a com slash intent slash original underscore for equals https percent to percent f percent f hbr org percent f percent f percent f time to redefine our gendered idea of ambitionandruf underscore src equals t w post http colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash hbr Share, https colon slash slash www.linkedin.com slash companies slash harvard dash business dash review question mark trk equal sign biz dash companies dash sam. Save, https colon slash slash hbr.org slash 2024 slash zero, 02 slash its dash time dash to dash redefine dash or dash gender dash idea dash of dash ambition hash sign. Print, JavaScript, window dot print, winky face. Last fall, McKinsey's Women in the Workplace report found that women continue to face blockers in the transition from entry-level positions to management roles. The problem, likened to a broken run on the career ladder, has stunted women's advancement and led to a persistent gender gap in senior leadership positions. The trend is most dire for women of color, who this past year have seen previous gains slip substantially. As coaches and consultants who support global companies in their efforts to grow and retain female talent, we know why this is happening. A male-centric blueprint for ambition pervades the workplace, imposing a path and pace that are in tension with the multiplicity of life-stage demands, among them child rearing, elder care, and domestic work, that fall disproportionately to women. Those who are unable or unwilling to submit to this blueprint are disqualified that was the idea that Niraj Shah, the CEO of Wayfair, conveyed to his employees this past December in a message encouraging them to work harder and longer. In the now infamous Wayfair memo, he wrote that employees had to figure out how to balance hard work with their other needs. Everyone deserves to have a great personal life, everyone manages that in their own way, ambitious people find way to blend and balance the two. When women decelerate to establish work-life balance, they are often perceived as lacking ambition. A switch goes to off. In the minds of their supervisors, who stop including them in important projects, meetings, and conversations. But those who follow the blueprint are typically swamped by role overload, they face structural disadvantage and burnout, struggling to manage their many professional and personal responsibilities. The rise of greedy work, where earnings rise disproportionately if you agree to work more hours with less flexibility, has intensified the dilemma. It's at this point, we find, that many women take themselves out of the running for senior leadership positions. As Claudia Goldin's Nobel Prize-winning research has shown, greedy work forces heterosexual couples with children to choose between generating wealth, which can happen if one member of the couple works long, inflexible hours, and gender equity, where both people choose flexible work. Women typically make the sacrifice for the couple by reverting to flexible work to serve as primary caregivers for the family. If climbing the career ladder comes at the expense of a healthy work-life balance, many women figure leadership is not worth it. They remain ambitious, but they can't or won't submit to the grind. Whenever a woman leaves her company because her potential is ignored or because the culture only supports a one-size-fits-all approach to ambition, it's a loss not only for them but the companies they work for.
0: Changing the mindset.
1: Until now, The best practice devised by companies that want to combat this problem has been to offer women flexible hours. That helps, but only to a degree, no matter when in a given day you work, that day still only has 24 hours. Women remain bound by the collective expectation that they will spend more time than men engaged in domestic labor. What's necessary to move beyond this impasse is a change in mindset. What women need from their managers is a flexible approach to growth, not time. This would require managers to measure ambition differently. Rather than interpreting a period of career deceleration as a rejection of advancement, these intervals would be understood as inevitable and sometimes desired pivots that allow women to manage a suite of life-stage demands. We've observed managers promote a flexible mindset about growth in the following ways.
0: They offer flexibility in pace and path.
1: Rather than enforcing a binary point of view, you're either climbing up the ladder or stepping aside, skillful managers do not equate pace with potential. They assume talent remains constant and worthy of development, even when employees have to prioritize flexibility in the short term, as women so often have to do. In these companies, opportunities to advance are not ultimatums. For example, at one Fortune 100 company we support, a senior executive remained at a middle management level for eight years while she was raising her children. Yet the experience she built over this period gave her deep expertise, relationships, and confidence that led to rapid advancement when the time was right. Her acceleration came when she was ready, but her pace did not cost her the opportunity to grow. She now often tells others that her being able to flex in this way was critical for both her career and her family. Rather than penalizing women for lacking stamina or drive, savvy companies recognize how systemic barriers, such as gendered divisions of labor at home, can overwhelm women at key moments in their careers. These companies afford women a sense of agency about when to accelerate and don't force them to drive at the same speeds as their male colleagues.
0: They offer development opportunities.
1: We coached a pregnant mid-level manager from a Fortune 100 company who had a toddler at home. Her manager wanted to promote her, but she was hesitant, which seemed to frustrate him. But then she made clear to him that her hesitation was less about her ambition than her life circumstances, and he started to understand. His own wife had battled stereotypes while pregnant, and he didn't want the same for this manager. So, he came up with alternatives. I know you can achieve a lot of things, he told her. I don't want this to be a barrier for you. He advised her to be strategic about projects she chose to work on and encouraged her to turn down certain opportunities as she navigated the later stages of pregnancy. At the same time, they began to have regular career conversations, which reassured her that she would be able to resume climbing the management ladder when she was ready.
0: They offer recognition.
1: Companies that nominate women for development programs and select them for visible assignments with no strings attached can keep women engaged, allow them to grow, and ensure they feel valued. These companies do not make the pursuit of promotion a condition of receiving power and influence. At a game studio where leaders are working hard to repair the broken run, a talented client of ours who has two young children asked to have her scope reduced. Her supervisor, aware of her value and potential, agreed, but arranged to keep her on the studio's leadership team. A year later, the studio head invited her to be his chief of staff, a critical role that offered her visible recognition and career growth while accommodating her need for personal flexibility.
0: They know one is not enough.
1: Companies with a smart approach to flexible growth know that high-potential junior women don't just need to see the women above them succeeding at work. They also need to see them balancing life's gendered demands in a way that shows that it's possible to manage both work and family. Such women are role models, and they're key for inspiring and retaining women with high career potential. Unfortunately, there are few exemplars in this space. This is in part because of what's sometimes referred to as maternal well bias, where women are perceived as less competent once they become pregnant, take maternity leave, or flex their schedules. Afraid of triggering this bias, many women mask their maternal status at work, which indirectly reinforces the male model of ambition. A case in point, we coach a woman whose colleague recently told her, I realize you never talk about your kids, and that's really cool. The comment hit our client like a ton of bricks. She realized that, in order to succeed at work, she had calculated that it was easier to connect with her colleagues if she didn't talk about her children, a realization that shocked her.
0: They offer high-quality feedback.
1: Women tend to receive less actionable feedback than men from their supervisors. Less direction from managers means fewer opportunities to learn, which can sap work of dynamic growth opportunities. As one of our clients recently told us, I see feedback as an investment in me because my manager sees the potential for me to grow. They're giving me feedback because they see that I can do something with it. Robust feedback allows women to grow within their roles, even if they have temporarily stepped off the promotion track. It is a crucial retention tool for managers who want to encourage high-performing women with benefits that are not only practical, but psychological.
0: Redefine ambition.
1: What does ambition look like? When we ask our clients about their ambition, they say they strive to set and achieve challenging goals, exceed their own and others' expectations, and pursue leadership roles that connect them to the power and resources to drive change. A black-and-white approach to ambition, which measures it in terms of time and intensity while ignoring women's wider context, will simply fail to leverage key talent and potential. Additionally, junior women who observe their senior colleagues succeed by trading away a personal life will come to believe that they must make the same transaction and, more concerning, that if they fail to do so, they're simply not ambitious. For far too long, women have had no choice but to submit to this male blueprint. But smart companies and managers today recognize that this blueprint thwarts the career advancement and development of many high performing women who, over the long term, if properly supported by a flexible growth mindset, have vital skills and experience to offer the organizations they serve. These women are ambitious. They want to advance their careers along a flexible and sustainable path that takes into account the disproportionate demands that are made on them outside of the office. It's time to make it possible for them to do that. That's a change we'll all benefit from.